0: Power Canadian lifters. Pure passion, real results, what you put in your body should matter. Pure Vita Labs PVL supplements are clean, tested, and approved, powering athletes for over 25 years. They also power the KOTL Podcast. You could trust PVL. Use code KOTL15 for partnership pricing at PVL.com. Six-pack lap it at. We got Chance Mitchell, the 93-kilo world champion, the deadlift demon. Tori's back. Um, so we got two Canadians, two Americans. Of course, Avery and Messi, Camessi. We're doing the PA National um, Preview Show. And uh, we were kind of getting into it <laughs> with some of the possibilities. We'll start with the men's. And it's a little bit, convoluted so you can win your weight class but possibly not make the world team there was carpinos in place now for anyone listening that just essentially means they took the total that won the world championships the last three years took the average and that's how they got the carpino one is what they call it it's just a qualifying total it's another word for saying qualifying total, but that's how they got it. The average that won the world championships the last three years. That's pretty tough, obviously, because it's a winning total. Now a lot can happen in three years. So the three years old total helps bring it down. And you know how quickly powerlifting moves, but um, it's pretty, it's, it's, it's tough enough. However, as we go through the preview show and talk about each weight class, we'll talk about who's likely to win and we'll talk about their likelihood of hitting that qualifying total and although that's a tough qualifying total in most nations that'll exclude pretty damn near everybody fucking usa is pretty tough too though huh (laughs) 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 like there are some killers who just showed up when you look at this it is killers coming in there it's not the depth this is just the open obviously there's Um, you know juniors masters different nationals but there it's not crazy depth but it's got some shooters at the top particularly in the men's division uh which we will start off on so we'll start in the 59 kilo class work our way up to the big boys and um i guess we might as well start off with the the kid that's got all the attention right now wasker carpio But it might as well be Wasker Carpino. (laughs) Whoa, hey, because my man's getting close. He's totaled 600 kilos. Uh, The Carpino won the qualifying total for the 59 kilo class, 613.5. Now that's a big Carpino to tackle. And while it's 13 and a half kilos, he's not a 93 like chance, he's a 59. 13 and a half kilos is not a small chunk of change to add on to your total. Um, and we're also, obviously, we got the new bench press rule. So as we go through this, we all got to keep this in mind. I don't think that's going to massively impact Wasker, but it will impact some. Um, Wasker, the heavy favorite for what it's worth to get the gold medal. Well ahead of Dalton, who's all, got a massive deadlift on him, built the deadlift, um, and then Dalton got a massive spread on Mario. I don't think any of us really got too much debate to in terms of the one, two, three here. I think the big discussion here is do we think Wasker can hit that Carpino one? Chance, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on this?
1: Yeah, I mean, his training as of late has looked really good. Uh, I've seen, I think, a 260 deadlift. So it's like 15 ish kilos more than what he did his last meet. Uh, I don't know how big of a weight cut he's going to have, but I, I think, you know, just tacking on that. I mean, that's that 15, 15, that makes that difference. Right. So assuming he just goes six for six and just hits exactly what he did before. That's it.
0: Yeah, it is the big, I don't know how much he cuts. I, I was trying to see if I saw any body weights mentioned. And that is when you get to those smaller weight classes, you sometimes can get some hero cuts, right? And, Mm -hmm. um, and totals get affected, but he is looking really good in training. What are you thinking?
2: Yeah. I mean, if we were going further back, I would say like, that was maybe the key factor is when he hit that 600 kilo total, he's weighing 64.4 kilos. So cutting from there down to 59, is almost a 10% cut, but it seems like they started early and he's already been doing the cut. Cause I saw like some of the photos they were posting of like fat Wasker, even though he's not fat, but just (laughs) relatively like looking chubby. And then now he's like shredded. Like he's looks like he's clearly artists started making his way down. So that maybe Mm -hmm. it is less of a cut. Maybe it's only like, you know, two kilos cut or something like that. And so it seems like he's hitting these numbers now in training at that lower body weight. So it's not like he's going to take a hit on that 600 kilo. So I think definitely he's capable of doing it. It just depends on that final bit that whatever he has to cut and then hitting the actual numbers
1: on the platform.
0: Mm, So the 600 was at 64 kilo body weight.
1: Yeah, he had a 590 and 587 at 59 as well, though. Yeah. Damn, it's such a...
0: (laughs) a tough one with the body weight man how many times you get those reposts that say everything was great and then <laughs> you know it's uh it's tough i i mean he's 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 got a good camp um you know he's got a good coach it's a training looks phenomenal if it's dialed in and he's ready tori what are you thinking here
3: yeah especially as a small person uh, 10% is a lot. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> and once you get super lean, like losing the rest with water becomes pretty much impossible. And we've seen this from a lot of smaller weight classes trying to cut this much. Um, I noticed that his, the last, like the meat he did at 64, when he weighed at 64.4, like his third attempts were pretty much top end. Like it didn't look like there was much room there so it'll be interesting to see like he would need to hold his strength and add some so but as chance mentioned like he has pulled uh like 260 recently so clearly mm. he's getting stronger um but yeah there's like a lot of factors at play here
1: yeah it's
3: interesting you
0: know,
1: I a percentage a percentage chance that he hits it we could do percentages. <laughs> okay. That,
0: that, that gives say, us a little. That gives yeah. us a little, a little wiggle room. I, I would I, say I like seventy-five percent. That was, he would hit. He would hit it. I was gonna say over under for everybody. Then it's a definite. You say yes or no. But then when you see people at P and S like, come on, man, you didn't think I could do it? Like, I gave a percentage. Yeah. I gave a percentage. Um, all right. Sorry, Chance. Did you give your percentage?
1: Yeah, I just said seventy-five, like seventy-five ish percent. Seventy-five. That's that's yeah. you're okay. Right, I would say is.
2: somewhere around there as well, because it seems like it's not going to be like, you know, a travel issue for him. It seems like he already started the cut. It seems like his training is going well on all, all three lifts. And so as long as yeah they can execute that final bit. He doesn't necessarily have competition. Like Dolan's close, but not that close that so he needs to worry about like attempt selection, or anything like that. He can do his attempt selection on a hitting six fifteen total or whatever they can do on shipping. So 75% chance they put it all together. All
0: right okay
2: be honest give
3: give, uh, give us the straight goods it's
0: all good you ain't even okay. gonna be there you you're never gonna... gonna be there unless he makes I it i the world. then you're
3: like yeah oh, shit hey man, maybe i won't Maybe i just won't go That's a... <laughs> okay uh i don't know i'm gonna have to say 70. <laughs> 70 you thought that 70. was tough like,
0: damn Tori.
2: All maybe right. i'm
3: just like giving him some some motivation you know
2: <laughs> Here's i what thought I'm she's gonna come in with like 50 percent
3: <laughs> say, look, at! I'll tell
0: you straight up, I'm going to think, because I've been, I've seen phenomenal gym lifts, come on the podcast, all full of piss and vinegar, and, uh, and then read the repost afterwards, kind of like, what happened, my man? You know, like, this happens sometimes, and this is not even drastic cuts. It's tough. It's not uh, a math thing. This plus this equals that. It's there's so many factors. I don't gotta tell you guys. You guys have been around the block and probably felt the felt them yourselves. I would say the chances are good. I'm not saying in the 70s, though. Um it is a big cut. And uh six 13.5 is a hell of a fucking total for a 59. It's a really tough Carpino. I mean, he's... I think Was uh, Wasker is an absolutely phenomenal 59. I think the world of him and his potential. I think if he goes to Worlds, he's got to be the favorite. If Fetishenko's there, he's got to be the favorite. The only thing is nobody else in the world has to deal with a Carpino, that Fetishenko, the of the Car, uh, Carpino one here. Now, the what what... what, what what years was this from? Was this all the Fetishenko years? When did they put this together? Refresh my memory. Are they taking 2022 Worlds as well into this?
2: It. I mean, I, I would assume it includes 2022. So, right. so that bring it 2021, down. and then you'd have to go back to 2019.
0: Thank God. <laughs> right? Thank God. Because if it was all uh totals, that Carpito would be even more ridiculous.
2: But, but still, since you brought it up, I looked it up. There's only been four lifters who have ever done 613.5 or above on open... power. Fedeschenko,
0: Fedeschenko, Fedeschenko, (laughs) Fedeschenko.
2: Fedyshenko, Ilya Marchev, Charlie Yang, and Vladimir Sirkin.
0: In history, man. That's it. Like, he's got to be top five in in history to make a U.S. national team, let alone get to compete at Worlds. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is really difficult for Wasker. So, when I give my percentage, I want everybody to keep that... Um, it's historical percentages. I'm going to say it's 60%. That's still fair. 60. It's, it's, it's in favor of that I think he could do it. I'd be more surprised if he didn't. It's still that. But it's a healthy respect for the feat this young man has to do. Um, and it's just because historically speaking, it's it's such a, a huge ask. Um, one of the bigger asks that some of these people have. So anyways moving on from the 59s you think we're good to go to the 66s yep ladies and gentlemen we got ourselves a bit of a dogfight here um so brian lee coming in with a 710 he's been lighting things on fire with some phenomenal lifting i want to pull up his previous body weights um obviously we have jonathan garcia returning from team usa last year the world's silver medalist Um, as well as former USAPL national champion, Rodrigo Manzo from 2019. Rodrigo had been hampered a little bit with some hip injuries and his totals been suffering, but some of his Instagram posts would lead me to believe that some of it's the pain is reciting a little bit. Um, What are we thinking here? Arian, do you want to go first on this one this time?
2: I wanted to go last on this one because okay. I have flipped it. Right. It was
3: the scoop. Yeah, but I was looking for the
0: scoop myself
3: yeah. before I gave something up. Uh,
0: literally, my notes were like, get the scoop from Arian on, on yeah, Garcia and yeah. doing Garcia looks strong as fuck. I'm gonna tell you right now from what I see, but you know, I don't know body weight, I don't know, but his bench is ridiculous. Uh, was he tripling just under he's 396, 180 kilos on bench? Like the guy is a 66 and he's benching into the 400s. He could squat into the 600s. You just want him to hit that depth, uh, but he's strong all day. The big thing, he is the king of the subtotal. The big thing is that deadlift, if he can hang on to it. I haven't seen a lot of deadlifts from him, and it's very difficult to tell. Now, you you, you look confident. <laughs> uh, But, and I know he's hes posted up around 700 kilos himself, uh, 697 and a half, I think, is his previous total PR. So I know he's capable of giving a good, healthy push. And 697.5 is only five kilos away from the Carpino that, or sorry, uh, yeah, five kilos away from the Carpino that he needs. You know, the qualifying total he needs. So is this without reason that Jonathan Garcia, with a good training, could win this and hit Carpino one? No, no, for sure. It's doable. It just depends on the faith you have with the deadlift demon. Sorry, Chance. (laughs) Yeah, excuse me, pardon me. That's Chances. With the deadlifter, uh brian lee who has an absolutely phenomenal deadlift chance do you want to go first on this one then looks like arian wants to pull he wants all of us to pick (laughs) even though he's got the inside scoop so that he tells us oh by the way garcia is (laughs) injured
1: i i think this uh will be the battle that it should have been last year so last year um i mean it was like rodrigo versus jonathan garcia and i think by the end of like after opener deadlifts, I think it was almost set uh that Garcia had it. Uh just I think there's some misses that ended up making it, you know, not as competitive as it probably should have been. Uh, I think this one will be way more competitive, and I think it will come down to the last deadlift.
0: I looked up Brian Lee. Um, yeah, so the 710 was like 0.3 over the 66 kilo class, but he's hit 705 under 66. So he's right around there. He's capable. It's, 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 it's the real deal. Him and Garcia are relatively close. If it comes down to the last deadlift, you know, Lee's going to have the winning deadlift in his hands and it's going to be the Carpino one. And he's done Carpino one before.
3: Yeah.
0: Tori, what are you thinking?
3: Um, I'm going to have to, like my pick would be Jonathan, uh, because of history, like meat history. I mean, he's gone to worlds. He's got, gone to a lot of bigger meets, Like, Brian Lee is missing that. And I think he's a great competitor. He's very consistent. Like we can expect him to be making like um be going nine for nine, Arian. Let's go on. <laughs> hold on to
0: those, deadl- yeah. those deadlifts. He's got to hold on to those deadlifts.
3: But uh I don't know if it's not an open IPF, but like I can't see a lot of made third pulls from Brian Lee, although he does have a huge deadlift. Um, he hasn't been able to pull it off in a meet. So if it does come down to last pull and Brian does have to load something huge, like, will he be able to hit it? We don't know. Um, and then bringing Rodrigo into that, he also has a history of not being able to pull off his final deadlifts as he's been having like grip issues and stuff like that and his hip issues. So, uh, Jonathan coming in with the big squat is definitely Uh, an advantage that he has
0: over everyone else he could definitely set the pace yeah no question there um are we going to do our picks before we go to arian or one
1: two threes one more thing i was going to say about uh brian is that um you know he he got that 705 total like his qualifying meet for amp nationals with a 305 second attempt deadlift which you know that's missing 320 um if he gets 312 and a half or 315, you know, that I think may put it out of reach, meaning that hey, it may only take a second attempt deadlift if he does something big. Um, so I think that's also something to consider that Garcia needs to be perfect uh going into that.
0: Yeah. And uh well, one thing I'll say usually I like taking throwing jabs at Arian, but I'll give him this. Arian's a phenomenal handler. And uh, obviously like and he's been in a lot of big True. showdowns. He's True. been in yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's won a couple world titles, hasn't he? Chance. He's <laughs> he's won a couple world titles, he's been in the biggest of big showdowns, and he's been doing it for years. The first time I ever met Arian face to face was that Calgary 2018 World Championships, talking to the Canadian team, and I'm like, How was it looking? And they and the Canadian team's like, It's close, it's really, really close. And I'm, and they're like, uh, and I'm like, well, who do they got handling? And they go, he's a fucking wizard. I'm like, who is? It? <laughs> like, who is? It? And then he's like, Arian Comessi. And I was like, who the fuck? So then, uh, whatever. I end up talking to Arian and, and uh, yeah, the legends. I mean, I knew him before at the previous world or whatever. I just didn't realize it was at that level where other coaches see him like, okay, well, can't drop the ball this time, right? It's different at a local meet than when someone's putting pressure. That all comes in as a factor. Now, all of that being said, you guys want me to go first? Sure. Do it. I think Brian Lee's the goods. Um I do think he's going to win. I do think he's going to hit the Carpino 1. Jonathan, I'm sorry, my man, I love you. Okay, we're going to party afterwards like we did last year. But um I think Brian Lee is literally like a a star on the rise here. And um his training has been absolutely fun. I don't know the body weight he's at in training, but some of his pulls have been absolutely phenomenal in the gym. Um, I believe he hit that three twenty in the gym. Am I wrong on that?
2: Pretty sure I saw it.
0: Yeah. Now I don't know what his body weight is and he looks like a big kid for 66. So again, Brian, I don't want to read. Fuck. I had it all going until that cut game <laughs> in the post. Sorry guys next time. But, um, I think he's the goods. I think he's going to hit this. I think Jonathan is is a lock for that silver. Everything Tory said is right. Jonathan is a world-class lifter. He's been the USAPL. uh, He's obviously in the PA, been in the IPF World Championships. He's been tested, battle tested, phenomenal squat, massive bench. Um, If he hangs on to his deads, his total is going to be around 700 and he'll push Brian. He'll make Brian have to pull. Um, I just think that it's going to be a big ask. Um, and having said that, Manzo, he's a he's 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 a strong kid. Obviously, winning USAPL Nats, but last couple of years that total's been dipped, and I think it's, he's been plagued with injuries. And while his training looks solid, I don't think it's enough to mitigate the gap there between him and Garcia, and certainly not Lee. There's my one, two, three, and my pick for Carpino. Oh, let me give a percentage. I <laughs> can do that I'll give the percentage I'll give um I'll give 80% It's relatively high Because I know he's done it before He hasn't done it pressed in this kind of scenario So it's not 100 80 That's That's strong, that's an A That's an A let's see what you got chance what do you, what are your picks buddy and your in your carpeno percentage
1: <laughs> i, I got to pick uh the deadlifter, right like i have to go with that um I, I think again if if he can like i looked at his instagram he has a pinned instagram uh deadlift video of like 320 that he missed at a meet uh so far everything in training it looks like he can do around 320 in competition even if he can't i'm going to think uh, and I'll I'll give the side a, a benefit to him and say hey you know you need to be smart and do like 312 or 310 or whatever it is to win uh, I think that's enough and uh yeah I think he'll have to take it and uh I think almost 90 something percent that he'll be able to cool. do that
0: all right Tori would you, you you got Garcia
3: yeah I do I think Arians. <laughs> hiding something from us well well okay
0: so you got Garcia I'm assuming are you picking Lee second yeah 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 and then and then Manzo and then what's your percentage yeah. that uh, in terms of Garcia's possibilities of getting that Carpino one total
3: um I'm gonna give him 90 oh, percent yeah shit. but well you know I what if also, you
0: think he's beating yeah. Lee you must think his totals around there so that makes sense actually.
3: yes I I think they'll both I honestly think they they'll both hit it, but yeah, I I think Jonathan will win whatever he has to do to do that. Maybe like a chip or something.
0: So, well, Jonathan's five away on his best day previously, yeah. so he's capable, and uh, Lee's hit it before, so it's not crazy. Arian, what do you think,
1: buddy?
2: Yeah, I mean, you guys make some good points. Like, I think as well that like it's one of the likelier weight classes where one or two people hit the carpino just because, you know, both of them are so capable of doing it. It's not going to be, it's hard to predict the world where like one of them hits 695, one hits 692, one hits 685 or something like that. And no one hits it. So yeah, I think the percentage should be high. Um, Yeah, obviously Brian Lee's done more and, and he's got the big deadlift and everything like that. We just got to see what he can do when it's in a in a battle. Uh I wouldn't count Rodrigo out, but yeah, it could be whatever injuries he's been dealing with. And also it looks like maybe... He's another one that might be cutting a lot and it's like holding him back because, like, his last two meets he weighed in 65.9. And then at Raw Nationals, when he won, he was 65.7. So he was good there. But then in two meets before that, he was 66 on the dot. So maybe he's someone like that the weight cuts hurting him too. And maybe he has to eventually go up. So, you know, he's going to have to do more than that 670 to keep up with these guys, which he's, uh, he has the potential for. I just don't know based on his training whether it's there. So it could turn into, uh, a three-way battle and be one of the biggest battles of the, of the nationals, or it could turn into just two-way battle, Jonathan versus Brian. I mean, obviously, yeah, you've seen Jonathan's training. It's going well, it's getting close yeah. to a 600 pound squad is getting close to a 400 pound bench. And then just going to come down to what these guys can pull. You know, everyone thought the Delphers were going to win at worlds and then Eddie and Jonathan go one and two, the two subtotal guys. So maybe that's what I'm hoping for again. But in the end, Brian gets to put on whatever he wants. He can chip it the exact number he needs to pull for the win based on body and everything like that. And then we have to sit back and watch, is he going to get it? Is he not? But Jonathan is more than capable for, I think like almost a year now, since that day that he did a 697 at a local meet. We were trying to break the world record total from that meet and he just lost his balance on the second squat, and that held him back. So since that time, I think he has the potential to break the world record total. It's just putting it all together. So if we need to do it at nationals and he could put it all together, then he could potentially push it that high. If Brian has to push it that high, obviously I'm biased. So I'm going to go Jonathan one, Brian two, Rodrigo three, and I'll put the Carpino at 85%. Um,
0: wouldn't it be interesting? if some in this can happen in any of these weight classes the person loads up for the win but also a little bit heavier to make sure they get the carpino one miss and the person beneath them wins but doesn't hit carpino one and it's like fuck well i'm the national champ i want to i want a big showdown i'm not going the worlds or i'll i guess unless it's after Sheffield and then after that, again, they go back down. Uh, So it's, it's unlikely anyways. Um, Yeah, it could happen. That can happen.
2: they push it's each other a very low. It's a very low chance. Maybe there is a chance, but it's a very low chance that a second 66 gets in through the third round. Maybe if a bunch of people miss, like let's say Wasker doesn't get in through the 59s and the 120 doesn't get in and the 105 doesn't get in and let's say Ray doesn't get in the Cuz they can plus. double up in weight
0: classes, right? And if you, you have could a better you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But
2: you know, if if these guys get in, if a 59 gets in, a 66 gets in, 120, 120 plus, 74, 93, Then you go to Sheffield, you get another 83, 93, like, yeah, the other 66, you could have, you know, a silver medal total and you're not going to make the team.
0: Yeah. If you, if, if he's forced to load up, hit the Carpino and go for it. And then Jonathan's like, fuck me. I want it. All right. Let's move on to the 74s. You can
1: skip this one, right?
0: Uh, I got I got 100 percent on Carvina. I got Taylor Atwood with 100 percent with with betting my life that uh he hits this Carpino. What is the Carpino for shits and giggles? 769.5. And I mean, I don't know if Taylor Taylor Atwood in a worlds did 790. In total cruise control, except for bench, he pushed bench, but squatting dead was total cruise control. And his training was like three days a week, as opposed to his stupid six days. Insane. He he cruised in in even with like a half ass training. Seven ninety was cruise control. So seven seventy, my man's gonna show up, shake him hand, sh- shake some hands, come for the barbecue, have some drinks with the fellas. We're all gonna have a good time. <laughs> And um collect that gold medal, grab his Carpino one, and and we're out. Um, the rest of it's all pretty tight as well, or sorry, all pretty much spoken for as well in terms of the 74s here. It's uh Nicolas and then Logan, and it drops off pretty quickly. So it's the one, two, three, no major surprises. I think we're all on the same page. Is there really much we gotta say? I I don't think he's gonna do anything more than the Carpino one just to you know, whatever might happen in Sheffield, you get injured or I don't know, whatever the he's just, he's going to grab his carpino one and say, thank you very much. And, you know, hang out that weekend. Right.
2: Yeah. I mean, it just depends on whatever their training would be. Like, let's say you're not doing nationals, you know, obviously be training for Sheffield and maybe doing heavy singles. So whatever the plan, heavy singles are to build towards the numbers you need for Sheffield. Maybe they do that instead. And also to give yourself some leeway if you want to pass on a third deadlift, if you already hit the Carpino, you are know, not leaving it for a final deadlift or something like that. And maybe you tweak something on a second or something. So maybe leave some leeway there. But yeah, whatever they need to play it safe and prepare for Sheffield and his weight's usually pretty easy to make weight. And yeah, he'll be able to, you know, have some fun afterwards and just move on. And, and I, I, what we were saying kind of off air, we can, I guess, say now too, it's like, it's the smart move because Nationals is your first qualifier for Worlds is that he can come in he's one of those guys who's lucky enough he can come in do the easy lifts and guarantee a spot rather than going to Sheffield and hoping there's a spot available and then you're the top person to get it
0: yeah I don't know if we mentioned that the first selection is win the title did we say this off the hop yeah Uh, I know I we said about Carpinos but about first it's, it's PA nets, then it's Sheffield then they're going back and and like if there's any other open spots, which I can't imagine there would be, but but there's also ways though should be said, people need to be alternates because alternates go to world championships all the time. Ellis McLean went twice as a 93 as an alternate, and twice won the world championships. So the alternate spot is is legit. All right, let's move into the 83s. In the
1: 83s, sorry, Chase, wait, one one, something? yeah. One thing before you pass by this is I think. If I'm correct here, Taylor could just sit out of nationals anyways. And as long as he hits even remotely a normal total, he'll get the first alternate spot regardless. Right. Isn't that correct? Yeah. Aaron? I
2: mean, I don't know exactly what the details are going to be because like, what if everyone at Sheffield, has Carpino one, but there's only like two spots and there's five of them. So then do you default to four years of Carpino totals, five years of Carpino totals and then geo points? This is what we've done previously with USAPL. And then, yeah, Taylor will be the highest on GO points, but you're running the risk of like, what if something happens to you at Sheffield yeah. and you're like injured or you can't make whatever, yeah. then you don't yeah. have the safety net?
0: That's what it is. Cause I think he's going all the F out in Sheffield. So, yeah, uh, yeah that's why I think they might just solidify and like, you know, they're going to, they, they get the reps in, you know, they're, they're a fine, mm-hmm. well-oiled machine. 83. We got another battle. Um, Deuce Gruden is joined. The IPF, and that's a fucking shooter to join the IPF. Deuce, uh, former junior world champion. He's had he's hit 817.5, but he will be met on the battlefield by the IPF junior world champion and Sean Jin. And Sean can pick in terms of his his he's got a, a very honest assessment of where he's at. I remember at the junior world championships. Asking him before any of the lifting. Where do you see yourself? He's like, I think I'm around 800 today. 800. Yeah, I think around 800 is where I'm at. And I think that's what I'll need to win. Come to the junior world championships. He hit 797.5 and it looked like he had more in it. Looked like he had maybe a little bit more than 800, but obviously you do what you need to, to win the world title. That was in August. Fast forward all the way to February. A young guy that age, I asked him, where do you see yourself? He's like, look at, I could be anywhere from, and this is back in August. Okay. So this is, this is, I know some things of how he's had some injuries here and there. So I don't, this, he didn't know that all that was going to happen. Maybe that changes things, but he said back in August and he can assess himself. Well, I could be anywhere from eight 15 to eight 30, depending on how all those months play out. And that's probably an honest assessment. 15 to 30 kilos on this, on this, yeah, probably. Now he's been dealing with some injuries here and there. It looks like it's coming back for him as long as these things don't pop back up. Sean Jin is a threat, but what the F has Deuce been doing? (laughs) My man never posts and he's capable, he's got a good team behind him. Can I say?
3: (laughs) I I don't know, right?
0: can i not say i
1: don't, I don't know. know i'm not i'm i am not i i can not confirm or at all <laughs> i
0: know who it is right who right. could it be i fuck it the strength guys
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: the straight guys are trading them and um obviously they're going to be really well in terms of handling they take everything super serious so this is a tough one for me um and then you have you have some other killers in here um alex Sider, super young. Very talented, putting a lot of kilos on as well. Um, so and, and by the way, 825.5 is the Carpino. That's a tough carpino, <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, Brian Lee hit the Carpino previously. Some of these other week, obviously, Taylor hit the Carpino. Um, no, none of these gentlemen has hit 825.5. Who wants to go first? How about Arian? Do you want to go first on this one?
2: Sure. I'll, I'll start off on this one. Um, I want to also mention for Gruden's last total at Mega Nationals, A17.5, he just barely missed that third deal. If it was like a little bit of like up and down or something like that, that they called two to one. I think Matt Gary was handling them, went to the jury, tried to get it overturned and could he get it. So like it was close to him having A27.5, which would be over to Carpino one. But maybe that day he had... 820 let's say 822 if they went more conservative and then he's had eight months to train so just you know we're talking about how much sean jane has had to train from the 797 well how much has deuce had to train since that 817 so potentially you know deuce could already be over that 825.5 again yeah he he likes to wait till like a meet's coming up and may post like one squat video and then just wait wait and see at the meet what happens what he can hit so it's definitely gonna be a battle sean seems to be posting up some easy singles but they're just very low percentages right now compared to like his previous meet so it just depends on how he can keep progressing um but yeah obviously i'm biased and you know having a 20 kilo lead at least on best totals going in is a good indicator so I, i'm gonna take deuce for one uh, sean jin for two and then if he's healthy and then alex Sidor for three
0: and let me know your carpino percentage
2: uh I'll put this one a little bit lower than the 66s. Um, so I might just go to like 75 as well, like I had uh, Wasker.
0: Tori, you're also part of the strength, guys. Let's, yep. let's, hear, let's hear your <laughs> take.
3: Okay, so you want me to give my first and second picks in a percentage as well?
0: And, and, and your third, if you will. Okay. Well, the one, two, three... Look, number three, Alex Sider looks like a pretty solid pick. Um, yeah, unless you yeah. think Jonathan Losa, who, who's not crazy far behind, might be able to upset Alex Sider. But...
3: Yeah, well, Alex actually does look like he's making really good progress right now. Um, his training has been going good, so I think that he would be locked in for third pretty well there. Um, and then I would have to take Sean Jin for second and Deuce for first. Um Yeah, like you said, Sean has had to deal with a few injuries. So, and he hasn't been, I don't know if he's just not posting as much or he's maybe he's not posting his top singles or what he's doing right now or if he's just taking this prep a little bit easier than his previous ones. Um, Because usually this far into his prep, he's going quite a bit harder than it looks like he is right now. Um, I think he's also had to adapt to the bench rule change a little bit. Where uh, Deuce hasn't, so he has that advantage. That and that the bench change might take a bit off Sean, Sean's total there, um, but Deuce has totaled close to the Carpino, so I'll give him. I think I'll give him ninety percent.
0: Oh
3: yeah,
1: Ooh.
0: yeah. <laughs> Chance, what do you think?
1: Man, um, I love Sean Jin. I don't know how his, his training is going. Uh, I've seen, you know, some of the heavier, what I would think is the heavier stuff. Um, I haven't been able to see anything of Gruden's. I got to go with Gruden just from what I've seen him do at like repeated meets. I think Sean Jin doing so well as he did at, at Junior Worlds was huge, uh, but I, I haven't seen any more information for me to push it over Gruden as of now and whether Gruden gets to the number or not i think that's going to be super close as well i could easily see it being Gruden 1 you know shanjin 2 alex 3 and still he doesn't hit the the qt or the, the carpino 1 but i'll give it like 65 70% that gruden can so yeah that's that's my take It's hard. It's hard. It's close. It's very close. Yeah. I,
0: uh, so for my picks, if Sean is a hundred percent on, um, I think this is a, this is a tooth and nail fight right to the end. I got a lot of faith in Sean, uh, but uh, the numbers I'm seeing right now, I don't know. I don't know where I got him. He's, he's, Obviously behind Gruden as well, like Ariana pointed out, Gruden had already hit that total back in the summertime. And yeah, I do remember that final pull was really close. Um, you take a couple kilos off that, he's gonna get it. So his total somewhere in the 820s is it eight twenty-five
1: point five. That's just barely it to me. It seems like it's just on the borderline of is it gonna be there or not? Maybe two and a half kilos is, is clearly there. And i sure two and a half,
0: but eight months later. It, but the thing is also ask me what he's been doing at eight months. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Has he has been working like crazy and not training very hard. I don't know. That's the problem when it comes to some of these men, I'm going to go Gruden uh, because of, you know, he's, he's posted up the bigger total. And if, if I was going to go Sean and I'm, I think Sean's got potential to, I would have to have seen those lifts um, without that. You know, Sean's top end, I think so, but I haven't seen Sean's top end in training. So if you want me to pick an upset victory, I got to see more than that. Um, And then I got Alex Sider bronze. Now, does Deuce get that Carpino one?
3: So if he would have made his last pull, he would have had it. That's right. the thing.
0: This is true. And that was eight months ago. The yeah. thing is, what has he been doing in eight months? His job, I heard, is crazy. Um, Getting so it's strong. not like like I get I get the yeah, eight months. He could have been <laughs> he could be way stronger now. Could, but maybe life got in the way. I got no freaking idea. You know, these things maybe he's injured, maybe whatever. I'm gonna say this. I think Deuce is coming here specifically because he wants to go to Worlds. And um, if he didn't think he could pull off Carpino one, I think he'd just go the USAPL route again. And if he hadn't been crushing it in training due to injury, due to life, he'd be like, no, it's not going to happen. What's the sense of showing up if I'm not, if I don't think I can go to worlds, I think he's got an inkling. I could go, I can hit a 25.5 and I could do this. Um, Now, so based off of that, what do you think chance?
1: (laughs) You can finish. You can finish. Oh, shit. Uh, You might say something will change my... (laughs) I I might, might, yeah. Okay.
0: Well, I'm going to say... Okay, I'll give my pick. (laughs) I'm going to say Deuce. And in terms of the Carpinos, I'm going to say 75%, which is pretty good. It's not 80% A type level, but it's pretty good. I just haven't had enough information, but based off
1: of what he's doing. I think the... The fact that he signed up, that that is that means something, obviously, that he thinks he can do it. But at the same time, it's not like he's already banned from USAPL just by signing up, right? Or vice versa. So he can technically still do that. And I don't think he's even posted that he's actually doing it yet, has he? I mean, we know he is because he's on the roster, but, I you know. He, yeah, he okay. Said, yeah. Okay. He, said, oh, oh, yeah. he did do the... Uh... The local meet to qualify.
2: So like the day before bench nationals, they had like a qualifier meet. So he weighed in 82.5 so, kilos, what was and, this total? 75, <laughs> 75.
0: <laughs> yeah. Was, see, does that change your picks? I thought he was total. actually,
2: I thought he was signed up for bench nationals as well, but maybe it was just the qualifier or maybe they don't, yeah, they do have it in. So he must not actually did the, the nationals, but like he specifically went that meet and made weight and left at 25 kilos on January 13th with the plan of going to national. So yeah, I agree with you, Ryan, that like he's planning on going to win, to go to worlds.
1: Yeah. I think so. I I just say that, you know, regardless, you know, typically people post or say, or kind of give some info on it, if they're like really committed and, you know, like he's one of the same, right. He's kind of dark, you know, every now and again, into, into a big meet. Um, So who's to say really how much he's done or but if you've heard this stuff in the background and all the things that you're saying then yeah absolutely
0: it's tough it's uh like I haven't heard anything about training I just know that he's coming and that's for sure and um, the game plan obviously is worlds so I don't know um who who's still left to go the The chances you already did we all go yeah that
2: that would also be crazy if he he won junior worlds in 2017 and then comes back and wins a open world title in 2023. How Cause not too he? many people stick around and win like a junior and open or open a masters.
0: How old yeah. is he right now? He's still young too, right? Uh, his late twenties, he's Sean's
1: age. Yeah. I'm guessing. It, it's so funny to hear you say that, Arian, because it's like, I remember when Deuce was like first getting into like USAPL and it was like, Oh shit, this is John Gruden's son. That's like, this is crazy. Like he lifts and he's like a powerlifting and stuff. And you know that was, you know that doesn't feel like that long ago. I'm I'm just getting old, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you, Dude.
2: you'd come once a year and do a meet in Florida because his family's here in Florida. And so once a year we were like oh see so Deuce Gruden signed up and his dad would come and everyone want to take photos with them and stuff like that. Then like, oh he actually is gonna go do nationals and stuff. But yeah, 1994. So he's oh my age. Yeah, two.
0: yeah. I um I I don't follow like uh, American football like like much at all i'll watch the super bowl in 2017 um i had no idea who his dad was and when he was at worlds and like i had no, i i was totally uh i didn't get it i didn't fully i can respect the fact like i I think that's cool and i can respect i get that like i just don't know him uh you know so i was like what (laughs) but but anyways um all right we'll move on to the 93s and uh <laughs> chance you don't want to say
1: anything. Uh you're gonna you're gonna stay totally quiet. you think I mean, so- if you ask if you ask me questions about like what I've been doing or whatever, I'm cool to answer. Yeah. Okay.
3: Tell us everything. <laughs> All right. Well,
1: the first question up the top, and you don't have to answer if you don't want to. Okay.
0: Um, will you be competing at PA Nets? Yes. Oh shit, son. <laughs> He wants wow, to get that spot wow, for worlds. Wow. So, um, second question: Is this because you you because you want to go to worlds? That's that's a big.
1: Yeah, I think we we've already seen kind of like how the the roster is, and with all the Carpinos and the spots for a national team is very limited. I already saw how difficult it was last year to get a spot, um, and that was pretty miserable being in a limbo state for like eight weeks saying like, okay, maybe I'm going, maybe I'm not. And, you know, just getting on this spot on the team is a huge deal. And if there's a second Avenue to get on the team, you should take that option. In my opinion. Yeah.
0: Uh, Cause Sheffy's guaranteed world does not, you could possibly lock them both in and it's a hell of a 2023 year, man. You're going to have
1: so with that typically piece... typically for me I I can train with more volume and not really drop off so if I just train through the meat that would be how I would normally do it so it, it makes sense for someone like me to do so I'll that, add that
0: that was what I was gonna ask as well is like how um is it feasible to have two optimal days um like I, I guess it, it it guess it depends you know it, it really depends on how far um bryce lewis pushes you and uh because you, as
1: well
0: yeah because we we don't know we don't we are unsure we have never seen bryce lewis um all out as a 93 he had that bad day w- that we were talking about before but um it really depends what he ends up doing and 868 how are you uh in terms of you know uh what do you? What do you? Th- in terms of what you feel like you'll be able to hit, have gas in the tank.
1: So I think it's eight sixty five, right? Or is it eight sixty eight? Eight sixty three. Eight sixty eight. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I would like to not miss two deadlifts, uh, like I did at Worlds, uh, and I would <laughs> yeah. like to not have squat depth be a real big issue. Um, I've been doing a lot for my bench press that I've you know, really seen and noticeable results uh, from. And uh, I'm like very, 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 very excited for bench as long as I don't hurt myself or anything. <laughs> I think it's going to go really well. Um, benching six days a week, and I'm going to do that all the way until uh, Sheffield. But yeah, I feel like I'm growing more mass in my packs. So shit. I was going to say. <laughs>
0: You're going to um, say what? <laughs> you look like you're growing some some
3: massive packs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can see through that black shirt yeah, yeah, and the sweater yeah. you have overshot. No and the jacket <laughs> you have
0: overshot. is <laughs> like, <laughs> easy now. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so so 868 and then obviously, and, and hopefully Bryce doesn't overly push. And then um, and if you could lock in around there, then... Four weeks later, continue ramping up and God knows what you put up there, but you don't have to hold back at all is obviously the plan. Um, And uh, so anything else we should ask him while well, we got the opportunity? Well, He's-
1: I'm going to ask you, you're, you keep saying Bryce, but Gavin's also listed on the roster, right?
0: Here's a prediction.
1: I predict. I don't
0: know. I think Gavin is going all in on Sheffy. Um, and that's what that that's what I'm thinking in terms of. Uh, I think where his head's at. I think at he's going to go all in on Sheffield. So but, he's not
3: even going to show up.
0: I don't know. Or... This is just what I'm thinking in terms of. Like one of my predictions is. I think. I think um, Gavin's going Sheffield, and obviously, chance. Look at. I would have. The thing is, I don't know for sure because I thought maybe chance might go all Sheffield, but um, it really depends on how you think your training is. For some people, I've seen people massive in the gym and then four weeks later massive again and for some people like every other week like ashton or whatever this is nothing for some people you know some people train like this and it's not that crazy um other people to dial it in can be difficult and gavin has dialed it in before and he against kaiko when he did 880 but he's, I think, dialing it in. He's not going to tell himself, "Yeah, let me try to do this twice." Whereas, like Chance, maybe it's, it's. I just think it's more difficult for him. It depends on the person, like Chance was saying. Depends on on uh, the
1: lifter. I think so, with, if
3: you like cutting weight as well, cutting yeah, as well. If he cuts cuts weight, but like obviously doing that twice is not easy with a short turnaround.
1: The yeah. thing is, is there's there's an advantage if for me if I do do nationals and i get the spot and i win right because you're saying well okay now you're going to kind of take away from sheffield it's like you got to weigh out how much it really will affect you in that way for my deadlift i don't think it's going to affect anything at all and that's where i get a bonus of like five thousand uh british pounds or something extra as long as i hit the world record deadlift yeah, not <laughs> um so the placing you know whatever it is i'll still probably make around the same even if i were to go down to placing because i don't beat x person um so that's kind of my thought process that yeah maybe it may make five percent difference or whatever maybe it maybe it'll make more I, I i don't think so but that would be the trade-off there um so yeah that's kind of what i'm factoring factoring in
0: yeah and for some people it'll make no difference or for some people they'll do better sheffield you, you know you're, you're going to be all hyped up and all this, in the moment all of a sudden your prs but it will depend on the lifter um so what are you guys thinking Tori, arian it's It's a tough one
3: yeah bryce is looking very strong right now like he just pulled uh i mean i don't know what his body weight is right now but i think he pulled like um 770 or what is that three he pulled like 30 kilos more than he did at the meet that his uh the hit the last meet that he just did anyways. So that would put him right at the Carpino total. So he's going to have to have his perfect day at 93 plus make that third pole to make the Carpino total. Whereas this chance guy can probably just, you know, <laughs> he <laughs> should be able in, to hit that. Yeah. <laughs> doing, yeah like it's not going to be a stretch Uh, for Gavin. Um, he has, I don't think he's really like reached his or shown his potential in the past few meets that he's done, but he's looking like he is on fire right now. So I also think that if he was to just come into this meet, like, um, I mean, depending on what he, how he trains, like if he's training high intensity, like doing singles and stuff in training and he came in and did that. At this meet, uh, he could probably hit the Carpino as well. And then, uh, who am I missing?
0: Well, there's Gregory uh, who Johnson there? as well. Gregory who's...
3: Johnson, yeah. Um, Big deadlift. Yeah.
0: Massive deadlift.
3: Equipped guy.
0: <laughs> well, here's, and yeah. Okay. So I'll, I'll give a little background Gregory Johnson, he's hard to call because he's mostly been equipped. Mm-hmm. And when we saw him raw last, he was a small 105. He weighed in at 101. So it's hard to tell where he's at. Um he's a tough one to call.
3: Yeah. All you I want- don't, Yeah. Okay, I'm I'll I i will i do not think I think he's going to do well but like I don't think he's going to come close to the Carpino or beat Gavin Chance or Bryce. So that would put him down out of podium.
0: I'll, you want me to give my picks? I'll give my picks right now. Okay. Go for it. Um, I think the reigning world champion, Chance Mitchell, is going to win the gold medal. Um, I think Bryce will will show up and, and give a great account of himself. Um, he's a scrappy competitor. For anyone listening, if you don't know Bryce Lewis, I mean, he's a former world champion, national champion, world record holder, and um, fucking world class coach and uh, like an all around nice guy as well and uh so he, he's he's a solid pick for silver um but chance will have the last word on this and chance is deadlift um and again no travel no none of that he hits that third squat everything changes right and then um he gets that third pull like he can pull whatever the heck he needs to pull so it's it's very difficult um and i've seen chance do this right we've seen chance's total at 93 whereas uh bryce we we haven't seen it yet so you're, if you're g- going to pick Bryce, you're really picking, um, you know, you're going out there a little bit only, you you must have some inside information and I, and I haven't seen it there in training. So that's my honest to God pick. And I like both these guys, obviously, uh, Gavin, I don't, I, I already said my, my pick there is, I think my man's is going probably going to go all in and Sheffy. I think it'd be difficult. I think a lot of people are going to actually shy away and this isn't actually just Gavin, but I think a lot of people are going to shy away from trying to do both. Um, so I think one, two, three, and I got Gregory Johnson is the bronze medalist. And I'm interested in seeing what he does as a 93. He's got a massive deadlift. Um, we all seen his equipped deadlift get shared on IPF and I shared on King list. He's got a massive when he's at the world games, interested in seeing and my man, is crazy and possibly jacked for a 93. Um, let's, I'm, I'm interested to in see what he does. Maybe he even pushes Bryce. If Bryce has a bad day again, he can't have a bad day again. Gregory's, I don't know where Gregory's at, but he maybe he pushes, but there's my one, two, three. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm saying like, fucking, I'm, you know, you, you'll never say a hundred percent, but it's in the nineties, that chance can hit Carpino because I, we've seen it. And, uh, you know, so there's my one, two, three, who wants to go next?
2: Uh, I guess I'll, I'll jump in as far as like, um, Doing both meets the other thing I guess maybe the factors like for let's say for chance, if you don't do nationals and you go to Sheffield and maybe you don't get the spot for worlds, then you can't defend your world championship. And so for some people, obviously you want to defend your world title and win another one and and say, you know, you're good enough to win more than one. And the other thing too is by not going to the world championship you may not get into the next Sheffield. So you're putting all your chips in, like, I want to go all out this one Sheffield and may not get into the next one because you don't know what the qualification process is going to be. You don't know what the wild cards are going to be. Chance is not sponsored by SPD, so maybe that's more (laughs) of a negative. With Gavin, he's sponsored by SPD. That might be a positive, but also Gavin was like the last wild card to get in. So he could be thinking either way. He could be thinking, hey, I need to go to Nationals, win, knock Chance out of Worlds and knock Bryce out of Worlds and then I have to just deal with, you know, Emil Krastev and if Kaiko mixed or whoever like that and then also thinking okay you know I barely got into Sheffield this time I need to go this time and win Worlds to like guarantee my spot for next Sheffield or he could just go all out like hey I'm just going to save myself prepare everything for Sheffield maybe sign up for Nationals before he knew he got the wild card spot and so he's not going to do Nationals just go all out at Sheffield if he totals enough there and maybe you know is the best 93 there then he can sell to spd like hey you have to bring him in for the next sheffield i'm the best 93 or whatever so it could go either way um so i can see that if he if gavin pushes himself and for this nationals i see he can you know beat bryce and be up there with chance because his squat seems to be going well i'm not sure about his bench and deadlift Um, but if he doesn't compete, or if he pulls back, if he sees, you know, all oh, these guys' numbers are too hard, I'm just going to pull back on the day and just like save myself. Then I can see Bryce beating him. With Bryce, like you guys said, we don't know exactly what his total is. We don't know how much he pushed on these meets, what the other situations were, if he's walking around at body weight now, getting more comfortable. Um, what I will say with Bryce is he needs to execute. Like Tori was saying, he pulled 370, he pulled 350, and then 370 in training, and he needs those to get to that, just to get to that total. But if Chance is going to do more than that total, you can't just get to that total. You need to do more as well. So he needs to execute. So I was looking at his numbers. You know, A lot of people say he executes well, but he's missed his third bench in four of his last six meets. So he's benching 200. Chance is benching 190. He's not really gaining that much on Chance, especially if I'm Chance... I'm not
1: benching 190.
2: There you go. Oh, Chance shit, What if Chance hits 200? <laughs> um, and then for deadlift, his last meet, he skipped his third deadlift. At Nationals, he missed his third delph. If you go to 2021 Nationals, he missed 380. If you go to 2019 Nationals, he missed 370. So he might need to execute on that third delf as well to put pressure on Chance and Gavin. So he needs to be building up his numbers based on what his last two meets were, having that big pool and executing to put the pressure on someone who delves more than him like Chance. Um, so it's a, it's a big ask for him. So I'm, I'm kind of going with what you guys are saying as well. I think Chance is going to win. And then it just depends on whether Gavin shows up and how much he pushes. I think if Gavin shows up and executes, like the way his training is going, I think it's Gavin 2, Bryce 3. And if Gavin uh, pulls out and doesn't compete, then Bryce 2 and Gregory Johnson 3.
0: And Here's another thing too. I think you're kind of brushing on maybe this point too. Gavin came in as a wild card. I think the appreciation of SBD picking him, he's going to put their event first that's that there's some pressure there's some appreciation there they could have picked anyone he was the last wild card pick he's looking at worlds thinking fuck i i didn't have the worlds i wanted i came in fourth off podium and off faith of what he's previously done and he's previously capable 880 so it's not like he's he's not capable so they're looking at this like young man we know you're capable you had a bad day you're a former junior world champ anyways we're gonna give you this i think He's. Here's another thing. You can't be. You got to be human to think. Well, after they give you that, be like, yeah, okay, I'm gonna do this tune-up a week before. It's not a tune-up. It's a battle. Four weeks before, you got to think, man. I would be like, fuck. Words different. Chance earned his way on there by winning the world championship. He earned the right to be able to pick this. You know, nobody's giving anybody wild cards or here out of consideration. Chance, you know, we're gonna give you a second chance. He's like, no, I, I. I Battled my way on here and earned the right. So if I want to have my cake and eat it too, man, I came in the hardest way possible, right? So um it's a little bit different when you think about both those gentlemen as well. That's another piece, as well as training and again, Gavin, wanting to dial this in. And if you haven't had the meats you wanted previously, it puts a little more pressure on. Let me fucking focus on one. Whereas if you're, you know, you've been having good totals, you're kind of a little more like, all right. We're good. We're fine. I know what, what what I'm dealing with. So, um, yeah, more more things. Tori did to that. Sorry, go ahead. Eric. I was just gonna
2: throw. I forgot to throw on my percentage as well for chance to hit the Carpino. I'll put it pretty high as well since the last two meets he's already done over it. And so I was I was just calculating. Even if he does, if Chance does like five kilos less on squat, let's say he only does three ten, does five kilos more on bench, does one ninety five, then he could just basically delve like the same thing he did and be able to hit. That number. So I'd put it around 90%. Should be pretty easy to do.
0: That's gonna be interesting, right? Eh? He could have like a decently big squat day, decent heavy squat day. He can go all out on bench. Bench isn't gonna tax the nervous system. You know, oh, oh bench fried me a month later. I haven't recovered like that. You know, said nobody. And then deadlift. He might not even have to go all out on deadlift, depending on. So then it won't be a crazy impact on his Sheffy. Yeah, well, yeah, like
2: the 370 deadlift would get like 875, I think. So he can do like 365 deadlift even, depending on obviously where his competitors are at.
0: Yeah. It, it sounds more and more like a good move by chance, huh?
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> to secure <laughs> the this lock. We talk about this, it. <laughs> the board you talking about? Was like, yeah, it lock, good. <laughs> do your best. Uh, and I mean, again, this is no disrespect to Bryce. Bryce, Bryce could come up and, and surprise us all. But uh, we've seen what chance this is 93. Bryce, there's a bit of question mark. Tori, have you gone yet? Have you gave your one, two, three? A- and your percentages?
3: Um, I don't think I gave my percentages. I kind of gave my one, two, three. But the more you talk about Gavin, I mean, you talk to him more than any of us do. So I thought that you would have Not a true. little <laughs> bit more information on where his head is at. I he didn't ask him, though. I didn't want to ask card, him. Though, um, and then his partnership with SBD, like that makes total sense why he would want to go all out there um so if that is his plan and he just like walks into this i don't know just like for fun i think i would still put him in third like his training is looking really good and then uh bryce in second and then chance first um i think the the thing with bryce is like he's doing this so he can go to world so like he's coming in to push like he's gonna like leave it all out there he's gonna fight whereas like Gavin is he's yeah he's just gonna walk in like he's just doing this as like maybe a tune-up or I mean he doesn't show up at all and then I mean chance is the strongest one coming into this and like he is he's already explained like he knows what he needs to do he's gonna hit the total and he's still gonna do well at Sheffield so his plan seems pretty solid. I'll also
1: add uh, Bryce is going to be handled by Susie, Gary, and I will be handled by Matt. Uh, oh, nice.
3: <laughs> oh, so
1: fuck. that, I mean, that's one thing. It's like me and me and Bryce are, are very much in the Mac Gary camp anyways. So like for the most part, um, I, we always try to get, you know, one of them, I guess. Uh, so it'll be kind of like a team team battle thing almost. Uh, the, the other thing I would say is that, you know, when someone does not what they expect at a meet, usually the next meet, they have like a fire underneath them and they're ready to like plot all the stops, do everything really well. So I don't expect Bryce to not do well. I expect him to be able to hit the Corpino. Um, same thing with like Keiko, right? Like for Sheffield or anytime someone has like a meet where it's like a big letdown, like, how do you respond as a man to that? Like you have to do better and you know, you have to do better. So it's like, you, you can't fuck this up. You have to do every single thing you can. So I would expect that from Bryce. I expect like, them to
0: push and yeah. do well. It's just um, like we said earlier in the podcast for some other individuals, I haven't seen it at 93 yet. So, but I have with you several times, obviously. Right. So um, it's just easier to go with what you know, for sure. I mean, it's, uh, what's your percentage, though, Tori?
3: Okay, chance. Let's give you
0: shields ninety
3: nine. Don't let me down. Uh, I'll give Bryce eighty five percent, and then let's give Gavin like seventy. I don't know if he wants it. Uh, <laughs> I th- know- like. I think he can hit it but I don't think he's gonna want to hit it you know
0: yeah Um, yeah I didn't get my percentage for Bryce and uh, you know what I'll for my percentage for Bryce I think I'm gonna say 70 70% I would say he can hit that Carpino one. Um, Yeah. Cool. 105s? 105s. 105s is really, it looks like Justin Rogers is obviously a heavy favorite to take this. uh, Moved over to the IPF. The big thing is it's a big jump to hit that Carpino one. Um, coming in with an 857.5 and the Carpino ones at 901.5. That is a major ask for that kind of a jump. Um, so I, I think Justin Rogers is going to lock this up and become a national champion. Uh, I mean, he's a phenomenal lifter. He is very strong. I haven't seen anything on his, you know, he, he also isn't posting a heck of a lot. So if you go to his Instagram, you're not going to see anything that's going to sway your opinion on a almost like a a 45 kilo jump, you will see nothing on there. There's not enough data. I need a lot for a 45 kilo jump. I need to be inspired to see a 45 (laughs) kilo jump. Um, So I think he's going to win it. And I think we're going to see a great performance out of him for sure. Uh, But I don't think he's going to hit the Carpino one. So I'll put his chances below 50%. Uh, So I'd say... 35 it's possible it would take some he's it, it for this to be the case the reason why we're not seeing on his instagram is uh he's just smashes some crazy weights and doesn't want any of us <laughs> to know the thing is though i don't know why that would be because he's got a massive spread on carlos who looks like he's going to be silver and nathan dunn so he doesn't have to play coy um that's why that's that's more than likely not the case um, I do want to say, hang on one second here. I think I have a uh, some notes I want to see. So about Carlos, forty-three years old, a twelve-year veteran, and seems to be getting stronger. Uh, despite the fact that originally we came in the game, he's a higher weight class. Did eight twenty at one hundred and eight kilos. Um, haven't seen what he did to qualify, but he might have done that one meet where they just show up and do the empty bar, which is probably the case. Then, anyway, while we don't see it. So he's strong. He's a master lifter, 820, at 43 years old, and he's getting stronger in his 40s. Usually you don't see that unless the person's going up in weight. He's not. So hats off to him, man. I'm rooting for him. Okay, I'm 42, man. I'm like, let's let's go, Chip. Let's see what he could do. Uh, he's a solid second pick for me. I don't think he's going to uh, catch up to Justin Rogers. Um, so who wants to go in next? Chance, you want in on this?
1: Yeah, I mean, I saw uh, Justin at Bench Nationals. Uh, he, I think he did a 230 bench, uh, which is, I think, probably his best. Um, his squat's always really strong. You know, if he does something like 320 or 330, let's just say 330, 230 bench, and then he would need like a 340 ish deadlift, I think, to hit the Carpino, um, which I think, from what I've seen, is not going to happen. Um, I think he's going to win clearly, but I think he's going to be a bit off that that total. Um, so yeah, that's as far as I know about the one of fives. I'm unfamiliar with some of the other lifters in the, the class.
0: I would be surprised if. Do, do you think Justin just loads up that last dead, being like, "Hey, whatever." He should lock up the window. Yeah, he then.
1: should. Right. Yeah. He could do 320 as a second attempt, and if that goes decently, then load 340 and see what happens.
0: <laughs> yeah, you might as well. that be insane. <laughs> Well, you might as well. I mean, why not? Right. It's a shot for the yeah. for to go to the world championship. Um, Tori, you want to go next?
3: Yeah, um, it's funny. I actually saw like an Instagram story from him like last week, Uh-oh. About, <laughs> where he's like, "I'm quitting powerlifting." Who? Who said it? Uh, <laughs> Justin Rogers.
1: Sounds like something he would say. Uh,
3: yeah, I'm like, oh, <laughs> <Interesting>. <laughs> so maybe he's just coming in for fun to like. Won a national championship and then he's like out of it, <laughs> out of powerlifting. Uh, was he being serious
0: or was he just joking Is around? He, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I remember...
3: yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> good. Good.
0: <laughs> and uh, he was actually in the military. His name's Justin Rogers, so that's why he calls himself Captain America. He's actually Captain America though, because he's actually in the military, crazy strong like Captain America, and uh, and his name's Justin Rogers, Arian. What are you saying, my dude?
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, the positives that Justin has going for him is it looks like he's gaining weight. So the 857 he did was at 97.8 kilos. Now at Bench nationally he's 101.9 kilos. Oh, shit. Bench okay. went up 12.5 kilos because of that, and obviously being bench only. So who knows how much his squat has gone up and if Delve training has been going well. So it could be possible if you put in the 230 bench, he's at like an 870 total. So then he'd have to put like, you know, 15 kilos, 15 kilos on each that gets you uh, 900 kilos, then he's got to find a little bit more somewhere. So it's not like out of the realm of possibility from, you know, doing the Arnold last year, almost a year of training and gaining weight to be able to put on that total. But like you said, since we don't know any of it, he's not like posting it up, we don't have any meat uh, data other than bench nationals is it's hard to put a higher percentage on it. So yeah, I was going low percentage. I was thinking maybe 5%, 10% five percent, ten percent chance that he's made that like, you know, fifteen kilos and fifteen kilos on, on squat and delf to be able to get there. But he's obviously the clear favorite for uh first and then Carlos, you know, doesn't have too much of a weight cut, so he should be able to find and be second. And then from there it just depends on how much these guys progress. But probably Nathan Dunn, a young kid um training probably going well, he'd probably get third place.
0: Okay. And do we all go now? We yeah. all gave our percentage? I think so,
1: yeah. Okay.
0: Let's move to the 120s.
1: What about uh, – are, are you guys surprised that Michael Davis didn't sign up for this? You know,
0: it might be, again, a little bit surprised, but at the same time, again, it might be the same thing, like I said, for Gavin. We're coming in as a wild card which where, where SPD gives you this. You might want to show your gratitude by not – um, double booking, whereas opposed to like you earning your way on like yourself and just being
1: mm-hmm.
0: like I earned, I earned. You know, I could I could take take my cake and eat it too because I I earned my way. Whereas they might be like I, you know, when you don't earn your way on, that feeling of fuck being on the outskirts, like oh my god, oh my god, you didn't we didn't worlds win worlds to get on, and someone called you to let you know we picked you out of everyone we could have picked. We're gonna pick you for our event. Yeah, I think it would almost feel kind of weird. Uh, like I don't know. I, I'm not super surprised that he's like, you know what? Fuck, I can't. Uh... Not super. Su- I don't know.
1: So, from your perspective, just the fact that you're competing at Sheffield is a is bigger is a bigger deal than attending, let's say, two world championships or even no, just one.
0: No, that's not what I'm saying. What okay. I'm saying is gratitude that they picked him mm-hmm. makes him be like two s two SBD. Yeah, it makes them be like I don't want them to be like we're kind of hoping you'd focus on our event and not <laughs> potentially get injured not potential anything a month yeah. out if anybody does this and gets fucked up or anything I think I think some of these guys will be like you know what I think Ash I think SBD would appreciate if I just went all in on their event I don't yeah. think SBD would say this or ask this or anything right. I just sure. think like if it was me I'm just putting myself in their shoes I might feel a little bit like yeah Do I risk this? It'd be different if I actually won worlds and earned it on there. And it's like, nobody, you know what I mean? Cause I know if I was on the outskirts praying for that fucking wild card, just praying to be invited on the biggest show. And then I get the call to be like, I don't know. I know what you mean though. If you're already potentially going to go through the nationals and go to worlds, does that change everything because of it? I don't know, man. It's tough. This is tough. I don't know. It's That's just tough.
1: it's just how you value to me, it's just like how you value each each event. Right. To me, it's just it's such a big deal to go to worlds. But obviously it's it's a bigger deal to go to Sheffield. But the fact is, is like for me, I I I don't feel like I'm Chance Mitchell of of who I am now without Worlds last year, right? Even if for whatever reason I got to Sheffield, I don't think it would be the same. I would feel as accomplished of a lifter at that point, right? I and don't also, know. It's just interesting to think about.
0: And also, you won worlds, and your are like Arian had pointed out, um, you've won worlds, so you might be thinking like, I can win worlds again, and I can go to another Sheffield again, and I can go like, you know, you're like, whereas maybe if you didn't win worlds, and then you're getting this, and you're like, whatever, it's 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 all different thinking, right? Yeah. Where, um That's fair.
2: You don't know. There's got to be other variables too, though, because like Amanda won worlds, and she got the first invite, but she's not signed up for nationals, and she could win nationals easy, so. There's other variables. Maybe, I don't know if they like talk with each other and I don't know if like Joey analyzes, maybe they saw like last year when nationals and worlds were close back to back that they may have performed better at nationals and then perfor- didn't perform as well as they wanted at worlds. Like Jesus got injured. His numbers went down. Amanda, maybe I don't know if she was injured or just training wasn't there. She wasn't able to win best lifter. Kaiko's total went down. Chance was able to beat him. So maybe they noticed, okay, Let's not do this again. Last time you had to. You had to do Nationals to go to Worlds. This time you don't have to do Nationals to go to Sheffield. And Sheffield, they obviously see as the higher level thing. Let's save ourselves for Sheffield. Like you said, make sure we don't get injured. Make sure we're peaking properly for that. We're making weight once and not having Nationals affect our Sheffield and how our performances go down a month later.
1: Yeah.
0: You never know. Yep. Um, so what are you guys thinking here? We have, uh, sorry, did I, did I, I don't know if I laid the, the table out here. We're at the 120s. Here we are. So we have a returning Mike T who has a nine thirty two point five on his record, but Tori was saying before we started this that's dating back to twenty eleven. Tori was three years
3: eleven.
0: (laughs) Tori was eleven. Tori (laughs) was what a child. Um, No, this is Lugo is hit nine twenty twice before. The Carpino qualifying total is 922.5. Um, but he's under some, some stiff competition. Tristan Naselrod, who's hit a 907.5. But Tristan, if you remember last time these guys battled, had the winning deadlift up to his knees. So it's it came down right to the last deadlift, and it almost happened. Um, as well as Mike T. Now Mike T hit 895 in this most recent comeback. It all depends what you expect from these gentlemen. How far can Mike T push? How's Lugal's training been going? And where's Tristan Naselrod at? I haven't asked Bill. I'm wondering now if Arian has.
2: And I haven't yeah. looked at any of these guys' training. <laughs>
0: I have. Um, Mike T, you can't super tell. I think Mike T is going to pace himself for a bronze medal. And I think Mike T will probably tip over 900 kilos. Uh, but I don't think he's going to unseat these gentlemen. I think it's going to come down between Lugo and Tristan Naslerod all over again. Lugo's hit 920 twice now, but his total came down at Worlds. Checking on his on the Instagram feed, I mean, he's posting up some lifts. Um, It's not enough to tell exactly where he's at. I yeah. think he's...
2: The 227.5, 501 bench Lugo posted uh recently scares me a little bit two days ago. Cause like it looks like the pause wasn't that great and it was like a grinder and he's done, you know, 230 before and he was attempting two forty at worlds. So if his bench is down a little bit, who knows if his other lifts are down as well.
0: It's tough to say. Now we got we got a little bit of time. There's a few without anyone we got a few weeks left to go it kind of depends um you know i myself i'm going to say i'm going to lean towards lugo he's won before he's posted 920 a couple times i'm going to lean into lugo here and uh tristan being the silver medalist but it's i don't know entirely where tristan's at and um he scared he scared lugo last time and it can, it got real close and lugo His total came down for Worlds, and uh, it's hard to tell based off of his training alone. Percentage-wise for Carpinos, this is where it's really going to get tough for me. I'm going to give him 40%. He gets that Carpino one. Uh, just because, I mean, obviously it means he's got to hit a PR and I'm not sure if we're on PR territory right now or not. It's difficult for me to tell. Um, I got to see more and he will have Tristan putting heat on him. It depends also who who Lugo has, uh, you know, handling them and helping him out on the day because it's going to be a battle last time PA Nats, uh, famously Mike, Matt Gary, hopped in there and helped them out and turned some things around but initially it appeared as though he might be gassing out a little bit and maybe not pacing himself uh but it worked out so that there's where i'm at um who wants to go next who who wants to step in and get some
2: <laughs> uh water's warm i can step in i mean i haven't really followed any of their training and they they all have like different factors going for them lugo it seems like after worlds like i'm not sure what he was doing as far as training what he's doing as far as coaching coming into this i don't know what he's doing as far as coaching you know matt might be handling mike t for that session so he can't maybe just hop out of the crowd and help out lugo so who knows who he has um with mike t yeah i mean his last two meets were 895 and 880 um as last meet, he missed his third squad on deadlift so obviously there's potentially more there and then with Tristan, I was trying to look it up when it was, but I believe it was going into the North American Championships. He like tore his pec or something like that and had to pull all the meat. And so then he had to like build that back up. So who knows how much he's built it back up, but it seems like his um, squat and delf are fine because it looks like he was hitting 715 pound squats and like that, looking pretty easy and looked like he was pulling a PR del of 347.5. So it looks like potentially Tristan's got good momentum going in. I just don't know about the other two guys. Um, I was just gonna yolo it, man, and say I think uh Tristan pulls off the win uh, this time around, and Lugo. I have no idea what his numbers are, but like I said, two twenty seven point five uh didn't look too strong to me. So maybe I'll put Lugo at number two, and then I'll put uh Mike T at number three. Though Mike T has the potential for a big deadlift, so he could pull after Lugo if Lugo screws up. Mike T could steal that silver medal spot. And yeah, I put the percentages kind of low across the board as well. Uh, Tristan did eight ninety last year. He's got to get up to nine twenty two point five. That's a big ask. So I might put it at um, I put these guys. Uh, I might put Tristan at like twenty five percent, twenty percent.
0: Yeah, it's um, it's not a crit. Listen, he had eight hundred pounds on his knees. Tristan's a gamer when he needs it. Like, his PR in the gym, 765, and he had 800 at the knees to win it. I mean, he's a freaking gamer, Tristan. To say he could win this, he's not that far. Behind. 907, when you're already in the 900s, it's not a crazy jump up. Well, the um,
2: the 907 was when he weighed 132.5 kilos. Okay, okay.
0: Okay, yeah. gotcha. And,
2: and with, it depends on the person, but, like, with a conventional delift, a lot of people can pull a weight off the ground, maybe up to, like, their mid-shins or up to their knees, but that doesn't mean they're close to locking it out. So he could have maybe loaded up, like, you know – whatever, another 30 pounds I've been able to pull up to his knees. So
0: Talking yourself what out of is, this.
2: What's that? <laughs> I think you're talking to yourself out of your pick. No, you're no. You're making I'm, a lot of sense here. No, I'm picking him to win based on his total and his coach and his execution and everything like that. But I'm saying like 20-25% chance he hits the 922.5. I think yeah, he yeah. can win with less than 922.5. But it's possible that none of them hit it and then that's an open spot is what I'm saying.
0: What do you What do you think, it, before we ask Aros, what do you think is the winning total then?
2: Uh, I think Trista could win with like a 910, could be because Lugo hit the nine, hit 920 at nationals and 910 at worlds. And so, if I think he's down from there, then you know, I think yeah. Lugo could be maybe 900 to 905, and then Mike T could be you know, 895 to 905.
0: Wouldn't that be crazy if Mike T bumps Lugo then?
2: Yeah. Yeah, if bit. if Lugo has any issues, like he's done three forty seven point five, but he hit three forty at Worlds and missed the three fifty two, you know Mike T jumped three fifty five to three seventy five last meet and missed. So who knows what his total would have been if he had done less? And so maybe he pulls at yeah, three sixty five and pulls for silver.
0: Make a got you make a lot of good points, sir. <laughs> for
3: you follow up into po- his research. You bring it up <laughs> some good points.
0: That's because he's got. Well, I mean. <laughs> he did his research he just didn't look at their instagrams but he's got years of powerlifting. what do you think tori
3: yeah i would also put uh tristan to win this thing like he got pretty well i'm saying pretty close as it's 30 kilos off but he did miss that last pull that would have put him at the Carbino. so let's assume that he's made progress over the last year and yeah i think yet Maybe not hit it, but like Arian said, maybe like nine, ten, like nine, nine fifteen. If he has a really good day, um, and he's on it and being a gamer and wanting to win this thing, then I think he can pull it off. Um, and then I would put Lugo right under him because he's also surpassed nine hundred in the last. Uh, uh, worlds and before that i think he totaled 920 um at nationals and then um mike t as my third pick uh, third place and then as i mentioned previously like his last meet there were some like weird factors (laughs) like making him like miss his squat in his in his third poll so we can expect his total to go up a little bit but i don't think it's going to be enough to beat the other two guys or reach
0: the Carpino. Percentages of the winner hitting the Carpino. Mm.
3: 70. Yeah, yeah. You're, I'm you're a little lower this time.
0: I've been very generous. You're so easy at Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so Canadian. This is why they all want Torreon more. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's all the lifters who are like, bring Tori on.
2: Well, will be an <laughs> well, interesting scenario too as Tori was talking i was thinking about it, is like um what if their totals are close whoever it is on the second attempts but they're all pretty far away from 922 like let's say they're all at or two of them are at 905 or 907 on second attempts do you play the battle to win the national title and trista can say hey i won my first you know open national title or does bill put on the yolo to pull for the 922 and go to worlds
1: you go to worlds yeah i think so no question I, they might come,
2: it might yeah. come a scenario where they're all taking, you know, fifteen kilo jumps, seventeen and a half kilo jumps on that final deadlift to pull for nine twenty two point five, and maybe they all miss, and whoever is in the lead on second no place shit. wins the title.
0: I mean, this is what I like. It could be a major shakeup. Exactly. You yeah, might be like really close. solidify the national title. What you think? If the guy misses his third, and then we go for it. yeah, I don't know. Chance. What do what do, what are do we doing here? What do you think?
1: It was such a toss up. Uh, I want. I want I really wanted to say Mike T, you know, goes 9 for 9, has a huge deadlift, big P, big PR back up to his old cuz I think he's done like 930 something years ago. Um he does the the total of 922 and a half, but I haven't seen enough squat to indicate that he could squat like 340, which is what he would need approximately to hit that total, um assuming that the deadlift and bench both there, but I don't see it. Um Tristan looks like the strongest in training from what we've seen. So I have to go with him. Uh, now, do I think he's going to hit the Carpino? I don't know. I, I I would say it's like 60, 55%, maybe. Um, but it'll be close. And any of the three can win, I would say. But I'll go Tristan. Wow. Tristan, Tristan, then Mike T, and then Lugo, because Mike T is going to be able to pull a little bit more. And then depending on what Lugo needs, he may try to be super aggressive and may not have it. So yeah, that's how I got it.
0: Kind of surprised.
2: Ryan, did you make your pick?
0: Yeah, I, I have a Lugo. Um, okay. Because I was Tristan, like, MIT.
2: I was like, well, Chains was talking. I was like, oh, let me actually go look at Mike T's training. So I have been following it. And a week ago he posted, my back has been feeling a bit dodgy the last few weeks. Um, I have fear around squatting. So yeah, maybe that's why he has been posting a lot of squat stuff, and maybe that's why his squat might be down a little bit. So, I mean, that's another factor.
1: Yeah.
0: There's old Wiley veteran playing games. Don't bite <laughs> on that, man. Anybody can make a post there. He, is. he, got, you. <laughs> he got you. He got you. Hats off.
2: I put it on KOTL, baby.
0: But I am I am a little <laughs> surprised. Uh, I thought maybe more people might pick Lugo, but Tristan is – it's just only – not against Tristan, but just because um, – Lugo's, you know, he's won before and, and he went to Worlds, but it's, he, he's, he's training. We just don't, we don't see enough. We don't know, have enough posts, enough data points. Um, Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens, right? It's an interesting battle. It'll be a good battle, even no matter what happens with the Carpino, but the Carpino being there is going to force some crazy final pulls, which is, uh, I don't know. Um, Yeah. We got some battles this year, moving on to the 120 pluses. Jesus Oliveris is there, but guess who is Ray Ray Williams, Ray, Ray, big Ray and Ray Williams has five world championships to his name. He is by far the favorite to win this. And just was it November or December posted up a 10, 10. Was it a 10, 10? Yep. In the Carpino's ten thirteen point five, right there on the line to snag that Carpino, snag the national title, and head on to the world championship. Holy smokes! If twenty twenty three sees Ray Williams winning his sixth world title, that would be insane. Talk about a comeback from where he was just a couple of years ago. Um, so Ray Williams, obviously my pick to win it all. Um, and the way it ro- rolls out with Jonathan and Braden, one, two, three, it's pretty, pretty well set. Um, the big discussion is going to be whether or not you think Ray Williams is going to get that Carpino. My percentage. 70.
1: chance. 30% is squat depth. (laughs) Wow. Well, listen that's the only thing that I think is going to stop him. His deadlift is below what he's best is by a lot. So if he does even a little bit better on deadlift, that makes up a lot. You know, his bench is kind of down the biggest thing is just the squat depth. If he hits three squats, he's going to, he's going to make it. I think it's like almost, I think it, unless he has some grip issue or something else weird I think it's a lock that he hits it here's the thing
0: I it, for me it's more the down up of his performances that makes it not a lock for me um so if he can get if he can, if it squats there and he hits depth with it we're we're rocking and rolling and from there he has if he goes three for three and squats I think you're right um if he goes two for three things get a little more interesting um, and then if he misses something else and I'm going nine for nine isn't easy. I honestly, I don't know where Ray is at. I'm not sure. I know Matt Gary had told me, I didn't see the, his, his 10, uh, 10 performance. I know Matt Gary had texted me, told me it was all smooth, easy stuff, but I don't know, man, we didn't see a lot of video though. So I, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, there's a lot. I got question marks around Ray right now. And we're going we're gonna to find out. 70% not low, though, for myself. I think I'm grading a little harder, um, certainly more harder than Tori. I, I hope she <laughs> – if she's a school teacher, everybody's passing. And going to, <laughs> everyone's going to college. Um, Arian, what do you think? What are we looking at here? Yeah, I
2: man, I think there's some question marks around it, too. I mean, obviously, he hit the t- 10-10 last meet, but I didn't see any of the benches or deadlifts. It was just the squat that you had posted up. And then the meet before that was the virginia pro in 2021 where he hit 10 22.5 so he's in that range um but the question marks are like yeah how hard did he go on that 10 10 how's his training been going he just moved to virginia to like start a new job so i don't know if that makes it easier now that he's virginia compared to when he was before or if it's going to be tough for a while because he's moving he might have to move into a new house he's starting a new job might have to like you know work extra hours might not be able to be as consistent when training and then you never know as far as his schedules lines he like drives or flies to a meet like the right the night before and then like weighs in and competes and stuff so who knows how how early he's coming in everything like that so those those are the question marks and then obviously yeah with heavy weights, it's always volatile squat depth and uh soft knees and grip issues and that kind of stuff so i think he's easily going to win and i think he's more than capable of hitting it just hitting 10 15 or something like that getting it but I'd put it more around maybe like sixty percent, just because there's other possibilities of something could happen and, and not be able to hit it.
0: Chance, what are you thinking?
1: Yeah, yeah, man. I, I think I think he has it. I think a lot of people criticized uh, Powerlifting Nationals, Powerlifting American Nationals judging last year from uh, my deadlift, <laughs> and uh, if they're a little bit um generous, then. For sure, he has it locked up. Like the only thing is the the calls. If he gets a weird bench command call or weird squat depth or otherwise, otherwise, I have no reason to bet against him. Are you really one hundred
0: percent, or were you like, what's your actual percentage? Or do you really do think one hundred percent you're going? To, you, no, it's really one hundred. percent
1: No, no, no. Uh, I'll go eighty. That's pretty good. Yeah,
0: that's a solid pick. Yeah, because and this called... is again.
1: Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, go ahead, buddy. Yeah, I was gonna say is uh, Jesus. Jesus lives down here. What happened? Ray was signed up. Jesus, you could have, could have, could have did it. Could have did it early. Ray wasn't invited to Sheffield. <laughs> Here's the thing. Think
0: about this. Let me throw this out here, Tori. I'm not forgetting about you. We're gonna grab your pics in a sec. But while we're saying this, um, imagine Ray winning that sixth. Unprecedented, right? No one else has won six. Becoming the GOAT. Possibly the GOAT, period. Being the Mm -hmm. first to squat a thousand pounds, six world titles, everything he's ever done. Jesus just crushes it at Sheffield. Smashing world records, possibly tested and untested. God knows. And lights the stage on fire. So we have the biggest numbers ever out of Jesus. But then we have the most dominant heavyweight. Ever out of Ray Williams, and then these gentlemen clash in the second half at one of these other meets. I mean, we have, we have, there, there's other meets that, we have the Arnold UK or whatever the shit. So that we could still have Jesus and Ray. And I would pose to you, it's a lot bigger and more meaningful if Ray wins a world title and becomes the GOAT, not just heavyweight, but people might say he's the GOAT, period winning six world titles coming back after all this time, all this adversity, and he's back and he's got a world title. Now when Jesus and Ray clash and Ray's regain form like that, holy (laughs) shit, man, Um, it gets no bigger. That might be the biggest clash of all time. That might be the most heavyweight. That's, that's, that might be the biggest in terms of like writing your movie. This could be it. So for Jesus, maybe goes to worlds anyways and it happens at worlds well who knows but if it doesn't and jesus gets pushed off the team i would actually pose to you or like not you you but the proverbial you everyone i would actually pose storyline wise this makes their potential clash bigger and more meaningful that ray is a world champion when it happens and no one and then jesus is like now that's the ray you're gonna face the greatest power lifter of all time, fresh off of a world title. That's who that's the way you're going to face and for Jesus. Who's been fantasizing this showdown forever. And he has literally his Instagram, every his handle, everything was the op, you know, to go against Ray. Um, I think when it actually happens, he'd be like, okay, now it all makes sense.
2: You know, should we pose the negative side now?
0: It's negative side, love.
2: <laughs> well, well, first, I, w- I was pulling up my stats because, you know, people will get mad at us. Um, I don't know what you meant as far as the most titles, maybe in the super heavyweights, but Fedesenko's won eight, and then Bonita. Okay, thank you. Kimberly I was meaning overall.
0: I was medieval talking to my ass. I thought maybe you might have won them all. Thank you for fact-checking before this bad boy goes out, my man.
2: But the the negative side would be we don't get Ray versus Jesus at Nationals. We don't get Ray versus Jesus at Sheffield. Let's say Ray makes it to Worlds and Jesus doesn't make it because there's no spots. So we don't get it at Worlds. And then Jesus maybe says, like, oh, I don't want to go to another meet or I'm not going to wait a, a year to go to Worlds. I'm going to go head-to-head against Dan Bell or I'm going to go, you know, USAPL Pro Series or USAPL National Hour and then we don't ever get this head-to-head matchup. That's the well, negative. Side.
0: Here's what I would tell you. I don't think he's going to go head-to-head with Dan Bell. I think he's going try to try to take Dan Bell's record. And I don't think he goes USA Pro Series because Dots, he's going to get murdered. And, uh, and there isn't a showdown. I think if it go showdown, anyone else, it would be Dan Bell to your point. But I don't think there's going to be a showdown super heavyweight for him. And I don't think Dots and Pro Series is going to be kind to him. I think his biggest thing available is going to be Ray. And I think where it is, I'm not sure. I don't, I'm not even looking past worlds at this point. But um, if Ray wins the world title, it's definitely Ray. Nobody's bigger than Ray than the clash with Ray. If Ray wins worlds and then turns and, and it's like, bro, you got to face him. <laughs> it's got to happen. I can't see him be like, no, thank you. I don't know. Tori, what do you say?
3: I'm actually gonna put my Carpino percentage a bit lower here <laughs> because of uh just how yeah, how much his total fluctuates over the years. Like he's hit well over the Carpino before, but then all this life stuff comes up and like Arian said, he's been looks like he's moving now. Um and his last meet was like literally a perfect day. So I'm not sure how difficult all of his third attempts were, but yeah, with the squat depth issues and like grip issues and stuff, I think that puts him a bit lesser chance. And the meet was in December, I think. Yeah. So he hasn't had much time to train to get stronger than that. So we would have to expect him to come in and have that perfect day all over again. And then to what chance was saying that, like, why wouldn't he just like walk into this, then he can go Or why wouldn't Jesus walk into this so he can go head-to-head with Ray at Worlds? But I think, like, the the bigger you get, the harder it is to do, like, back-to-back meets and, like, recover from this. So for both of them, like, you kind of have to pick, like, one where you're going to go all out. And then, like, it takes time to recover because of, like, the absolute loads that they're lifting, right? So...
0: Like, what's your what's your percentage? I don't. Did know I, if, didn't I say? I said low, but oh, I, I just dodged. said low. I think you
3: dodged. I didn't actually. Did I no, dodge? I okay. didn't hear a number. Did you guys okay, hear a I'm... number?
0: She's gonna be like <laughs> low ninety-eight.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you were. No, low? no, my lowest yet. <laughs> okay. seventy. 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 <laughs>
0: <laughs> my lowest yet.
3: Sixty-nine. <laughs> oh, there
0: it is. Um. All right, yeah, I mean, these are all fair points, um, but I do think, honestly, outlook I get it. I'm a hopeless romantic. This is the way I always am, but I feel like this is a perfect setup for the end of this this chapter of the story when Jesus and, and Ray clash. But um, to Arian's point, it's risky. Other things can happen before we get it. I, you know, so we'll we'll have to see how this all plays out. It's a storyline.